Welcome to Pedagog Bonus, a short episode that covers a single topic or question. I'm your host, Shane Wood. In this bonus episode, I talk with Kirsten L. Scott about digital black lit and composition, also known as D-Black, an online and in-person network of Black-identified graduate students and advanced undergraduate students in fields related to the study of language. Before we get started, we have some big news. Pedagog and D-Black are actually collaborating on a project, a forthcoming podcast mini-series that amplifies the lived experiences of Black-identified graduate students. Our goal here is to produce 10 episodes around 15 minutes each that feature perspectives on life in academia as graduate students and teachers. And we're hoping that each episode is going to feature new insights and pedagogical innovations that will really encourage the field to reconceptualize programs and classroom practices. So stay tuned for more information about this mini-series. Kirsten L. Scott is co-founder of D-Black, Digital Black Lit and Composition, a virtual and in-person community offering writing support for Black scholars. She teaches at the University of Pittsburgh, where she was awarded the Kenneth P. Dietrich School of Arts and Sciences Award for Excellence in Graduate Mentoring. Kirsten, thanks so much for joining us. Can you talk about the mission of D-Black? Can you talk about the type of collaborations that exist through this virtual and in-person community? And can you talk a little bit about its origins or its foundations and what you kind of see D-Black contributing to rhetoric and composition? D-Black very succinctly is a, um, um, it's really a learning community for um, academic professionals, networking and resource pooling. Um, we, we really think about the ways that we can support um, emerging scholars uh, connected to fields around language and composition. And I think this is where um, Lou Mirage and I came together around the idea of, of starting something like D-Black. So this, this journey began while we were in graduate school. Um, we were at DMAC, the Digital Media and Composition Institute at Ohio State. We were just working together through the projects. We were brought together there from very, uh, for very particular reasons from our home institutions. And we found that in, in the sharing of some of our shared pain um, and, and traumas from graduate school, that we wanted to create the space that we imagined would have helped us. And so we did. <laughs> Um, just, just very plainly. And I think as, as the time has passed and we're now nearing five years from that time of, um, of, of, of just first imagining Deep Black, you know, I stand behind the thing that brings academic folks together, no matter what discipline. Um, and I would even say communities because Deep Black is not limited to academic spaces. Um, communities, people is writing that we're, we're writing or telling or sharing stories and experiences. And specifically in the academic context, we're often writing our way all around the things that we're navigating. So we're writing our way into graduate school, through graduate school, out of graduate school, into a career, through a career, out of a career. And so these like transient moments of transition, of, of mobility, of progression, um, really center for us this idea of composing and, and language. And so, you know, at the core of D Black's mission is this idea of supporting writing and supporting the work that comes out of that. 
And I think we mean writing very fluidly, you know, so writing for you could be a podcast, you know, writing for you could be coding. It could be actually writing essays or poetry, um, writing films, um, organizing even like writing futures and writing spaces that that really um, has moved and, and sustained the work that D Black has done and, can, and is evidenced through our signature programs. And so we have a virtual writing group. Uh, we have a um, writing retreats um, and then we have our reading series. You know, one thing that we we focus on very clearly is this distinction between um, open and closed spaces and, and really emphasizing the importance of black graduate students and black scholars having reserved spaces, um, not as an exclusionary moment, but rather one that celebrates and acknowledges the need for um, shared safe safely co-constructed um, spaces. And so one kind of frequently unexed question that comes up about D-Black is, is it okay for me to come to this? I know that Black is in the title. And this is something that we've seen historically, you know, happen to Black spaces, uh, whether that be the NAACP, um, whether that be even even organizations like Black Lives Matter, who can align, who is who's invited to support. Um, and so we really outline in our family line of scholars um, the ways that folks can contribute. And so that can look like supporting faculty. And supporting faculty have no racial um, um, requirement or expectation. Um, that could be supporting graduate students. Again, no expectations there. But then also understanding the importance of Black graduate students having a space that's not connected to their institutional homes, it's not connected to societies like MLA or um, ACLS to say that like now I must be doing this disciplinary thing, but instead to say here's a community for you that we're we're going to rally and support around you. We are going to you know respond to the things that you identify as needing. Um, and so I share that kind of distinction between open and closed because within those signature programs, our retreat, for instance, is closed to black scholars. Um, and this is important because it doesn't there aren't many places that exists free of charge um, for graduate students to um, move regardless of their institutional affiliation. Um, but then we have spaces like our virtual writing group that are open where we believe that we can model through our feminist, um, uh, black feminist practice of community gathering within the kind of legacy of black writing groups that we've seen in, in geographic spaces like Chicago and Harlem across time um, that we can model a future of understanding what we gain from being in community with one another. Um, and then our reading series is another open space where we're thinking through what it means for folks to engage Black scholarship. How much more um, benefit your work and your life and your imagination will have if you took the time to sit with Black scholarship. And so altogether, these things really uh, produce this communal understanding of what it means to support intellectual community, that it's not limited to only the writing and the production, that you need spaces to laugh and to eat and to mourn and to grieve, but you also need spaces to just write and be held accountable, that you also need spaces to explore intellectual possibility and perhaps be introduced to ideas that you would not know otherwise. And so I encourage, um, anyone who's listening or is interested in learning more about D-Black to visit our website. It's www.dblackdblac.org. 
um, and fill out the contact form. I mean, there are so many ways to stay connected with us. There's an email list that allows you to see some opportunities that you can share with other folks, be that students, scholars, community, um, educators or organizers. Be sure to connect with us on social media. On Twitter, we can be found using the handle at TheBlackOrg. On Facebook, we're searchable using TheBlackOrg. And on Instagram, we're searchable using the handle DBLAC underscore org. Ultimately, our goal is to have a thriving, sustained community uh, centered around Black intellectual thought and possibility.